start it. Somebody else needs to start it, man. <laughs> a match made in Halo podcast number seven. I am Psycho Vandal. I'm sick in the head. I'm in style 76. I am Zero Pain. What's up? You guys sound so clear today. I feel very clear today. <laughs> Must be the coffee. The coffee? Yes. I'm transparent. <laughs> My opacity is set to today. zero. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go with the tech speak. <laughs> that was an inside joke. Yeah, you missed it. You were getting <laughs> coffee. Anyway, so, um, all right, I wanted to go over some community announcements. Um, the flag tournament, you still have some time to join up and to uh, donate money for breast and cervical cancer awareness. Yay. <laughs> are, we, are we taking part in that? I would think so, right? Uh, I don't have any money. Uh. <laughs> Can we get people to sponsor us or something? If any of you guys want to sponsor us, drop us a line. Well, we'll that be- was the whole deal behind the marathon for the Extra Life. To get sponsors and play. Oh, we couldn't play because the Xbox took a crap. Well, we have another one. We have two other ones. What are we doing? <laughs> Can't use that as an, as an excuse. We <laughs> 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 had two other Xboxes on the side here. All right, just because we may or may not be participating doesn't mean that other people can't participate. So if... <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> what the hell? You totally disrupted my flow here. Sorry. All right, so the flag tournament, it is on the 23rd and the 24th. So assuming this podcast comes out in time, you should still have a day to uh, to sign up and play. More like 15 um, minutes. Or sponsor us to play. <laughs> Disrupting our um, flow. That totally sounded you know like what? bus you tires. Know, you, know, you know what? I don't feel so bad because we mentioned the flag tournament in our last two podcasts. So so we're cool. Um, Marissa's Bunny. I don't know if anybody has heard of the Marissa's Bunny blog site, but it is actually a blog about infantile spasm awareness. And um, Hottie McBloggy has done several fundraising contests to kind of help raise money for... Um, all of Marissa's care. So uh, right now, wait, what? Yeah, what the hell is infantile spasm? Or is that like a seizure? Yeah, she yes. goes through epileptic seizures. Oh wow! I don't know if they're necessarily epileptic. Uh, from what I read, that's what I. Did it, what I did got it, out like, of it. Did it specifically say epileptic? Because I was reading a bunch of pages too. I just I thought it was like a whole different thing all on its own. How about I look? Okay, well, while you're looking, yeah, um, there is actually a blog contest going on on Marissa's Bunny right now, and they are giving away a limited edition Halo Reach Xbox. And there's there's several different ways that you can enter, and depending on which way, you get like more chances to win. So we will be posting the link. Actually, we just put up a post about it recently, and we'll make sure to include a link to the post. Uh, with this podcast. So head on over if you'd like to win a Halo Reach Xbox. And while you're there, you might as well be a really kind soul and just uh, donate something if you can. Help her out. Hey, I want my own Fairfax bunny. Those are awesome. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I asked him to send it to us so we can give him the tour of uh, Full Sail. Oh, awesome. That'd be cool. So hopefully. Infantile hopefully. spasms is a serious pediatric epileptic condition that could leave okay. permanent. Mentally and physically disabled for life, or worse. 
So give her a hand, guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, the contest ends on October 27th, so I'm pretty sure you should at least have time to enter that if you don't get a chance to enter flag before this goes up. Um, is there a forge contest going on? There I've heard is. you guys talking about oh, it. Oh, man. There is. Go for it, Shane. Bungie's got a forge contest up until, I think it's November 24th or something. Um, is there any, any way we can verify that date? Uh, yeah, they have it on their on their homepage. On their, the, the I'll grab that chat. info and post it with this podcast. But um, they're looking for unique uh, forge maps um, that aren't remakes. You can't do anything uh, that's a remake like, you know, Wizard or uh, Foundation. It's got to be completely new and original. And it's got to qualify for one of seven different categories. Like it has to be a, you know, a symmetrical assault map or asymmetrical capture flag map or a race map or infection. I forget the other ones, but, uh, I'm working on a map right now. I pretty much ran out of budget and ran out of every piece in Forge, but it's going to be a completely symmetrical, uh, Slayer map. I saw it and it looks great. Yeah. It's pretty huge. It's inside the Coliseum. I don't know what that means, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm sad, but I really haven't gotten a chance to play much Reach you, since it came out. You should definitely get on Reach and start forging because each winner in one of the categories will win a uh, Reach console. Nice. So that's seven Reach consoles for seven winners. So definitely cool. hop on that contest. Is there like a grand prize, like you know, a console plus something else, or is it just the same prize for all seven winners? It's yeah, the same be... prize for all seven winners. You're greedy. You're seven... <laughs> she wants the console and like. I just, I just wanted to make sure we were giving them accurate information. Well, see, a there's, there's warthog. different reasons for them to have, um, you know, different categories for it. You can't just have one epic map and it only work for one thing. So, I, I can understand that. Seven, seven different categories to to submit in. Oh, so it's not just seven winners. It's actually seven different categories and a winner for each. Correct. Right. Okay. Awesome. I mean, that would be awesome if you actually make an ep- made an epic map that would be good for every game type, but that's a little difficult. All right. Well, moving on to mobile games. Cut the rope. Oh, man. <laughs> awesome game. Love it. Uh where did you first hear about this, Des? Um, I actually first heard about it from Eric Rosenfeld. <laughs> really? Yeah, he. Um, I guess he took a picture of his family playing it, and he mentioned something like cut the rope being a little bit too difficult for even the adults. Really? And I was, <laughs> really? was kind of like, I was like, what? What is all this about? And you know, I wanted to check it out, but but then the same day, Cliffy B had tweeted about how hard one of the levels was. So I was like, man, I really got to check this out. And, um, you know, the minute I downloaded it, I thought it was awesome because it has very cool graphics. You know, like you could tell they put work into it. It was simple, yet it, it, it all flowed really well, and they were they were detailed. It was really good. But yeah, with, and when, then... when you say that Cliffy B actually complained about how hard a level is... Uh, I don't That's know. Makes be me feel good. Did you guys? Yeah, it makes me feel good because I, I completed every level already. <laughs> Did you guys reach any levels that you thought were outrageously hard? Because I mean, there was a couple of them that took me about an hour to really to figure out. Yeah, I may, I think I'm about a half to three quarters of the way through, and I haven't found anything that took me longer than ten, twenty minutes. Well, so cut the rope. 
We always fail on explaining it. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so Cut the Rope is basically a puzzle game, and it's made by the same people that made Angry Birds. So Chilingo. right there, Yeah, right there, that should tell you something. Um, you know, because I, I thought the same thing of Angry Birds. I thought the graphics were great, the music was great, the sound effects were great, and then it was addicting. It was lots of fun to play. So, again, we failed to um, give you the description of the game. <laughs> Cut the Rope. You basically get this box in the mail. In this box, you have a little creature. I say creature because it's indistinguishable. It looks like a little alien. And above him swings a piece of candy on a rope. You cut the rope and get him to eat the candy. What makes it difficult, though, are there are three stars and every level that you have to actually get the candy to touch in order to get more points or, you know, get the three stars. You get... You know, it's pretty simple. You get one star. You only get one star on that level. You get all three stars. Woohoo! So, and uh, they end up throwing a different, it's a physics game, and they throw a bunch of different ways for you to actually figure out how to get each star. Very challenging. You know, in the be- in the beginning, you're just cutting a rope, and then as the game progresses, the next thing you know, you got balloons that are blowing the candy in one direction, and then you got, like... You know, rubber bandish kind of things that are swinging. You have spiders that are trying to grab your candy. Yo, they grab um, your candy and run away with that shit. <laughs> so it gets more and more complicated as you go through it. Then sometimes there's spikes in the way, and you have to find a way to get the candy to swing around the spikes so it doesn't hit the spikes and explode. Oh, and if you ha- somehow break the candy or drop the candy or the candy leaves the box, as in there's also bubbles that carry the candy up. And if you don't pop the bubble before the candy leaves, your poor little creature goes, and cries over his lost candy. It's so cute. But I think what made this game really easy to pick up was that you didn't really have to get any of the stars to to advance into each board. You just had to get the candy into the monster's mouth. And it was usually just a matter of cutting the rope or letting the, the candy do whatever it does naturally and it'll automatically go to wherever the monster was. So you could go ahead pretty easily without doing any of the challenging aspects of getting the stars and whatnot. Yeah, right. Wait till you get the later boxes, man. <laughs> There's no cutting that rope and watching the, the guy eat it. Like sometimes the, the candy's uh, um, underneath him or above him and way off to the one side and if you just cut that rope, he's, he's going to go crying. <laughs> They do make it quite challenging. It was really fun, though. Really fun. Yeah, AJ loves it. I think it's like one of those games that's just fun for the whole family. Shane, so I guess you didn't get a chance to check it out at all? Uh, I don't check out any mobile games. That's why I don't ever say nothing. I just sit and listen. (laughs) I'm not a mobile gamer. Oh, but this was so much fun. And I know that you played Angry Birds. Yeah, until I got too angry to play. <laughs> and if it's made by the same people that made Angry Birds, I'm probably gonna get too angry to cut rope. Oh, jeez! No, they're too cute to be angry at these guys. Oh. <laughs> um. So, nice. John, John, you said that uh, Chilingo was just acquired by EA, I guess. Yes, they were. The people who made Angry Birds and this cut the rope game um, were just bought by EA. Uh, it actually. The information passed through Twitter, of course. We can thank Weasel. He had complained about just buying Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was in I was in class, and uh, Chris, the guy I work with, was just kind of like, 
What was the phone that just came out? <laughs> what? What was the phone that just came out? The, the Windows Droid? 7? The... Oh, I don't know. There's a bunch of different phones that just came out. Well, what'd you say? what what platform just got the free Angry Birds? Oh, yeah, Android. Android. Yeah, okay, so the Android phone just came out. And he was like, Android's officially better than iPhone. And I was just like, why is that? He was like, because they got Angry Birds for free. And I was like, whatever. Okay, does everybody realize that the Apple iPhone App Store has way more apps than the Android has accumulated so far because everybody codes for the iPhone first. Come on now. Well, I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not going to get into a fanboy argument over it. Uh, that's not fanboy, but it's just, you know. Let's, let's not get into how many crap applications are developed for the iPhone, which is that, about two-thirds of the, of the iPhone's app store. Two-thirds? That's a lot. I would say one-third. And what do you know? You don't even ever go looking in the app store. For, you only use the for apps good that reason. I... For good reason. Oh, I think we should crap. coin that term crap app. Crap the crap app. store. I like the crap store. <laughs> the no. Because the no. No, they don't That's just terrible. produce crap. There's some good games and good apps. Okay, so I have Train Yard on the agenda, and honestly, I don't even know what to say about it. You, I think you're the only one that actually got some good game time in with that game. Well, how, what do you do in the game? I'm pretty sure I've played it, but I don't remember it. It's... um. A classic, uh, a pipe game. You know how like you got you got corners and and turns. You got to get from uh, like there's a flow, a train coming out of one end. You got to put it in like another end, like a it's coming out of one depot, and you got to put it in a, oh, uh, a huh. another depot of the same color. Yeah, and you got a certain uh, grid to work with. Is just, it just like any of the normal pipe is game? Is it like, like the, the like the mini game in Bioshock? That's exactly All what right. I was just gonna say. Yes, I actually like those games. Do you? Yeah. I, mean, I played it a little shot. while while we were at IHOP, but then after that, I guess I didn't touch it again. But, again, it's just one of those five-star apps <laughs> you know, that I was like, let me check this out. I was just thinking that, Train Yard, you, you bought it, and yet we synced all of our phones today, and, not, and nobody has it. But now I just realized that you didn't even sync your phone today. Oh, oh. you fail. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned mobile games and we don't have a third. You know, you could mention that new thing you just bought today. I mean, it's not a game, but That's oh not my a God. Game. That's not it's a not game. a game, but still, it's an app. And I'm it definitely got my attention. I'm embarrassed to admit I downloaded that app and really? paid for it. Oh my God, all the cats loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I got to hear what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded an app called Cat Call. And, it, and no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it has like, I, I think 12, maybe 12, 12 different meows. Hold on. Let me see if I could play one. Oh, I turned my volume off. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> Before... <laughs> so how much did you spend on this app? <laughs> 99 cents. <laughs> you got ripped off. <laughs> They're kitties. You have four kitties living with you. <laughs> you. You would think that would be enough meows going on. Yes, seriously. <laughs> you know what? I think that was the driving force for for me downloading it. It was the fact that, like, literally, we hear meowing so often that that is how the three of us talk to each other sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I, instead of I don't buying know what you're it, talking about instead of 
instead of buying an app with meows, I would have bought the same thing but be like a fart machine and just have different <laughs> farts. But Oh, you haven't downloaded iFart yet? Dude, I have to show you that. <laughs> See, John's got it. <laughs> I would do the no, same. But no, it no, no, been, no. It she downloaded it first. And what was fucked up about it is, is that it's, it's an application where you can send farts to other people's iPhones. Okay? <laughs> now, she, she downloaded it and blocked push messages from that phone. And then I downloaded it, not knowing what the hell was going on. And she just sent me a random fart out of nowhere. And my shit went... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, so I tried I to send one back, him, and I just get a failed message. The mess, the messed up thing is that it would send that fart. Like, if push messages were on, it would send the fart whether you had your phone on vibrate or not. Yeah. So there was no <laughs> way I was going to allow him to do that while I was in class one day. <laughs> this is not, not happening. Well, the funny thing about this app is because, you know, we – I don't know. That was the moment she first got the iPhone. We were just learning about all the apps. All right. We're sleeping one night, okay? Now, it I'm wasn't just one night. It, it was, was like Christmas. <laughs> it, was, it was Christmas Eve. We were sleeping. Go ahead, continue the story. Three o'clock in the morning. It was five. Was it five? Mm-hmm. Either way, we were fucking sleeping. That's all that matters. Is we were in the middle of the night sleeping, and all of a sudden, uh, one of our phones was it my phone, your phone? I don't know. It doesn't matter. One of our phones just went on this big and long ass. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us waking up going, what the hell is that? It was literally freaking a minute out. long. <laughs> yes, it was a freaking minute long fart. And I picked up my, I picked up the phone and looked at it. It said, Merry Christmas from iFart. <laughs> I thought that was great. It scared the living shit out of us. We were like, we woke up like, oh my God, oh my God, what, what is that? What the hell's what going on? <laughs> Imagine how many what people were like in a public space when that happened. <laughs> In a shopping mall. Oh, man. Awesome. In a library? In church? <laughs> well, oh 5 o'clock God. in the morning. I don't think anybody's Some seeing any of that. Well, there's time zones. There's different time zones. Who knows? Oh, all the people in fucking Britain at 10 o'clock in the exactly. morning. <laughs> going to work. <laughs> no, they were with their family. It was Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, my God. Oh, that's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> they might have a sunrise service for Christmas morning. <laughs> what? In the <middle> of church. <laughs> How did we get on iFart from Train Yard? I don't Oh, I don't know, but I'm crying. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I blame Zero Pain for that transition. Yeah, okay, right? So- it oh, is his fault. At least we had a third game to talk about. That wasn't a game. <laughs> well, I guess to iFart people, it was a game. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Crazy. So, Train Yard. <laughs> no, hang on. <laughs> You're still crying. Uh, no, I'm actually trying to. I, I'm hot. I'm waving the heat away. <laughs> All right. So I'm not entirely sure who developed that catcall thing, but I feel it may have been someone from Full Sail. Oh, that's awesome. really. You think so? Cool. I think so because um, the reason I found out about it was because I was going through Rob Caddo's like friends or whoever he was following. And so I found the company called Kitty Code, and that's who makes it. They also made an app to, like, track hurricanes. I wasn't Interesting. Too, I wasn't too interested in that that's... one, though I can see how that one would be. You live in Florida, and you weren't too interested in that one. <laughs> I don't see how they can have a name like Kitty Code and make a cat call app and then go to hurricanes. Like, I see no correlation between cats and hurricanes. Yeah, I don't see how that works either. But if you look up the description for Kitty, the cat call... They, like, tell you you could play a game with it 
kind of like hot potato because if you shake the iPhone, it'll randomly make a meow noise while you have the eye open, uh, the the, you app. Know, the app open. So they were saying you could kind of play like hot potato or whatever, where you pass the phone to somebody, they shake it, and then like when it screeches, You're that out. person's out. Yeah, <laughs> and so so it basically said that the, uh, that game was played by full cell students. So yeah, wait, they actually encourage you tossing an iPhone around? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just telling you what it said. Fail. <laughs> That's what I read. You know, what would be really cool is if you can like send selected meows to people. Like an iFart? Yeah, kind of like an iFart. Except, you know, you <laughs> a random meow. Except it wouldn't be like random. You could like select which one you want. It would be like it would like add a level of interactivity to where like you know no, if you're happy, you can actually you know, select meow, which fart you send to them too. Oh, can you? Yes. Yeah. So exactly like that then, along that exact same vein, except with meows. And then somebody like else the, needs to do the same thing with, with meow? barks. You guys exactly. Said it was like it was freaky. Oh, it was awful. It was like Halloween type shit. <laughs> wow. Well, I thought that was you, John. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I was like, that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. But yeah, exactly right. like that. Speaking of full sale type stuff. Oh, man. If anybody makes that app, by the way, or adds that functionality, I expect my name to be in the credits, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. All right. Yes. Again, speaking of the full sale. The full sale? The full sale. Come on, there's no there's no better school. All right, uh, Josh Hamrick gave us a visit uh, over the and past who's week. Who's Josh Hamrick? Josh Hamrick would be the sandbox designer from Bungie Studios. He gave a presentation on October 14th. I'm sorry, I said it like I didn't meet him. <laughs> I just wanted you to say who he was. No, I understood that. Awesome guy, by the way. Yes, very much so. Well. We had an epic LAN party the night before that we uh, kind of had a, a small hand in putting together. Um, we helped um, David Jorgensen and David Brown. And uh, Josh Hamrick had a nice welcome party, I guess. Um, and then the next day he gave an awesome presentation. It was so awesome. I'm glad I did not miss that. It was It was just... It was awesome. <laughs> Well, I gave uh, a few details on uh, a post that I had written up uh, that will be going up after this podcast as well. I actually got a lot happening here recently. I had actually did a a post about the land party that went up yesterday. I'll put links to both posts when this goes up. That way we you guys can check it all out, get uh, some of the details. Well, so the big thing about this land party was that it's literally like three days before Josh is supposed to you know, fly down to Florida and <laughs> he decides to send out a tweet that's like, Hey, full sale peeps. So who's going to set up a land party for me either on Wednesday or Thursday night. And of course, like we all got excited at the thought and totally jumped on it. And, um, originally we were thinking of like offering up our place. Cause you know, we have two TVs and three Xboxes and a shitload of controllers and so he totally seemed cool with that, but then he was like, well, is there any chance we can do it on campus so that way the more people want to show up, the better? And I was like, ooh, how are we going to arrange that on campus like three days before? That's going to be crazy. Uh, but, you know, we all started talking and tried to see what we could do about it, and we were actually able to reserve the EBBS Auditorium, which is still kind of mind-blowing that it worked out that way because that was like the perfect room. Agreed. 
not only did it house enough room for 50-plus people, which we had show up. Yes, 50-plus person land party. Epic. But it and wasn't then, just the 50 people. It was the fact that, like, pretty much... People, I, I still can't believe that people were bringing in, like, 47-plus inch TVs. <laughs> like, we're talking about hardcore gamers here. Come on, now. Well, yeah, so right. we had about 50-plus people and about 15, 16 TVs that were brought in. Uh, yes, 15 TVs, one projector, which was also awesome. Yep. Um... Another thing, another reason why the ABBS building or the auditorium was perfect for it is every seat had a a um, jack to hook yes, it to and, the LAN. And it, not only was it um, local, but it was also online. Yeah, like I saw you guys playing online. I'm like, wait a minute, I thought they were doing a LAN party, but I guess it was kind of like a group Xbox Live party because you guys were all in the same building but on Xbox Live. Well, we made sure that everybody switched their systems to local so everybody was on the same network. Yeah, it was still local because there were people that didn't have, like, Xbox Live. Yeah. Huh. It was funny because we had a, a couple people that used the random generated names. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Bozo. <laughs> um, what was the other one? There was one? another one. I don't know. Uh, it was funny. As many times as it showed up that I killed Bozo, I thought it was kind of Oh, there was Mustard. Funny. Yeah, Mustard. Bozo and Mustard were, like, two of the randomly generated names. But it was really cool. A lot of people brought in extra controllers. That way they let other people play on their systems. It worked out really well. And then, like, one dude there was just like, hey, I'll buy pizza for everybody. Oh, yes. George Kokoris. Yes, thank you. He uh, he helped out with food. That was, like, super awesome and ridiculously generous of him. Indeed. So he definitely deserves a shout out. So I thought it was funny just listening to uh, Josh squeal while he was. <laughs> the first time it happened, <laughs> I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> but I was sitting next to him, so I knew what the hell that was. <laughs> but it was just it was just one of those things you wouldn't expect <laughs> out of nowhere from <laughs> a Bungie employee. But again, uh, there's a couple other ones that I've played with that done it as well. But Josh's was just an epic. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny because I think it surprised everybody where he was just like, aha! <laughs> what was like, that? What was that? <laughs> and he was like, I said, aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, so the next day, I think one of the biggest things that made the presentation so awesome was the fact that he totally presented himself as, like, a Halo fanboy. And, you know, like, I didn't feel like, oh, my God, this is a bungee employee. I'll never be like them. They're so amazing, blah, 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 blah. I felt like, hey, this is someone that is just like me, and I can be like him. Oh, indeed. You know, like, I just felt like I could totally relate to his excitement and his enthusiasm, and he was just, like, super funny and... It was it was just great, and I think it's going to be extremely inspiring for all those game dev students. I, I it was um, honestly like I I've mentioned a couple times, um, even in the post that I wrote, that I've been to many. We've both been to many full cell presentations, and I, in my opinion, I think his is one of the best ones I've seen. Um, it not only was it entertaining and humorous, but it was also uh, inspiring and and driven on his part. He, he, you know, he poured his heart out to us and his life, really. 
He took us through everything, and it was uh, worth it. He gave advice through every every trial and tribulation. He, I think, he touched base. You know, it, he clicked with everybody in the room. Agreed. So I don't know if Josh will ever end up listening to this, but if you do, thanks for coming down and kind of giving back. Uh, we totally appreciated having you on campus again. And if I didn't already mention it, um, Josh is actually a full cell grad, which is awesome too. Indeed. So yes, thank you, Josh. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> so while we were at the presentation, I actually got to meet um, Mar thirty three. And that's her Twitter name. But she's a game dev student, and she's currently in the process of putting together a game dev feed project where I guess it's like uh, an aggregator site that kind of takes like tons of different feeds and then pumps it back out to people. Um, I, I want to say more about it, but I'd like to talk to her and... and See if I can get some more information from her. But it sounds like it's going to be pretty interesting. I don't know if necessarily um, our site can fit into that because I think it's a little bit more game dev than actual like game reviews. But if you're interested and you have a game a game dev blog site, um, contact Mar33, M-A-R-33 on Twitter. And uh, she could possibly add you. And it's definitely all game dev, right? Not just dev in general. No, I think it's game dev, yeah, okay. specifically, because she is a game dev. So. Gotcha. We'll put a link to her Twitter and uh, and her blog on her post. Cool. And we'll get more information on that. That way we can feed you more late the next week, I guess. Right? No? Right. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's all we got. You got anything else to add? One thing I want to touch on real quick. We talked, we talked about Bungie's Forge contest, but uh, there was a lot of stuff that went up on the... Uh, weekly update this past week. Uh, they did a, a revamp of all of their playlists. I guess I'll put a link to their update to give you all the information. But the biggest thing that everybody's been waiting for is uh, news on when they were going to raise the level cap. They posted that whenever everybody reaches 117 million daily challenges completed, they'll raise that level cap for you guys. So get them daily challenges done. It was speculated that it may be in mid-November when we finally hit that cap, but make sure you get yours taken care of so we can hit that cap faster. I guess I should probably jump on and do some daily challenges, huh? But, yep, every little bit would, would but help. But don't be doing the uh, the cheating where you reset the daily challenges because that'll get you banned and you'll lose And it also won't count. Yeah. So just you know, get on every day and do some challenges. Sweet. Well, that's a wrap. Hope to see you guys next week. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Later.